Welcome to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More Podcast. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Join us as we discuss vacation planning, reporting, and reviews on vacations ranging from Disney and theme parks to cruising and beach getaways with everything in between. We're on a mission from God. Praise God. You're going to need a bigger boat. Hasta la vista. Baby, go ahead. Make my day. I'm Ricky Bobby. You don't chew big red. You. So grab your passport, fast pass, and umbrella drink because the show's about to begin. And now, without any further delay, here is your ghost host, Vacationeer Tom. Welcome to episode 32 of the Vacationeer's Theme Parks and More podcast and episode 50 of the Movie Zealots podcast. I'm your host, Tom, joined alongside my panel, as well as my fellow zealots, Ian, Joe, and Paul. How's everyone doing for this episode, and are you ready to ride? Yeah, doing great. I don't know how to answer this one. I'm on both. And we have different intros. I mixed them all together. Have a Six Flags day. (laughs) Right on. That's right. This is our crossover episode where we are going to be reviewing the movie Adventureland and playing the Lost in Translation game 2010's edition, as well as discussing Ian and my recent trip to uh, visit Six there, yes, six. Well, six flags. <laughs> yeah, Joe's screwing me up. <laughs> Kings Island in Mason, Ohio, where Paul joined us for a fun-filled day. So, are you guys ready to do this? Yes. All right. We're going to begin with some movie zealots stuff. At the beginning of every movie zealots episode, of course, we have this. The Alexa quote of the show. And may the odds be ever in your favor. Ian, this is your first time. I know you're excited. <laughs> so what? this is what you need to do. I'm going to give the quote, or Alexa is going to give the quote, and you need to write down the name of the movie, the year it came out, and the top three build actors in order. You can write it on your sheet. Here is a pen. Yeah, this is it. All right. Here we go. Got to be in the IMDb order. Yeah. Uh, or or no. the Rotten Tomatoes order if Tom likes that one better. The wiki. No, no. And this one actually does. <laughs> This, the wiki and INDB have uh, different, and I went with the wiki this time. So here we go. Oh, actually, let me just say this, too. This one actually is two quotes. So you're going to hear the first quote, then directly afterwards, you're going to hear the second quote because I couldn't decide uh, which one I wanted to go with because they're both good. So here we go. Time to nod up or shut up. Where are you, you spongy yellow delicious bastards? <laughs> wow. All right, let me give these two quotes one more time. Again, these are two quotes to the same movie. Here we go. Time to nod up or shut up. Where are you, you spongy yellow delicious bastards? All right, so you guys write down, again, those people who are only fans of our Vacationeers. Oh, Paul, he's got a thumbs up already. Uh, Our Vacationeers podcast. What you do is you write down the name of the movie. That's worth one point. You write down the year that it was released. That's worth two points. And you write down uh, each first each actor in the billing order. That's worth one point apiece for the top three. And uh, we have accumulation going. Actually, Joe and Paul, your numbers right now. Paul has uh, 109 and Joe has 104. So, Joe, you're five points below. And, Ian, you have a lot of work to make up ground. <laughs> <laughs> do really good on this one, Ian. Yeah, you can do cover really it really well. All right. So, Ian, you have yours written down? Yep. You have all, everything. Okay, so uh, we're only waiting on Joe. I'm slow. Oh, this is what I do, Ian. Yeah. <laughs> I come in last every time. <laughs> well, he Googles. <laughs> <laughs> if I Googled, I'd be winning. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't Google well. 
<laughs> I'm checking IMDb instead of Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> all right, we got all thumbs up. So, uh, let, Ian, let's start with you, buddy. Yeah, it's a zombie land. Yes, it is a zombie land. This is 2012. Okay. <laughs> Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Yeah. That's all you have. <laughs> I can't remember any of the other actors' names. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, Paul, let's go with you next. Zombie Land. All right. 2008. Okay. Uh, it's Jesse Eisenberg. All right. Woody Harrelson. Okay. Uh, I don't know the girl's name. I'm sorry. All right. Joe, what say you, my friend? Have Zombieland? Yep. 2011. Okay. Woody Harrelson. Okay. Jesse Eisenberg. All right. And Emma Stone. Uh, oh, oh, Joe. <laughs> you were did so... I get them in the wrong order? No, no, you got them all in the right order. Okay, let me go over it. The movie is indeed Zombieland. And this is why uh, last week, uh, Paul, when we were discussing what movie we should review, and you kept on doing Zombieland, I'm like, no, we're not doing. I kept thinking we're not doing Zombie Land because I already had these ah. quotes already done. <laughs> <laughs> is this yeah. movie somehow related to? It, it does. Never mind. Go ahead. No, it has nothing to do with Adventureland. But uh, but it's kind of funny that he stars anyway, both similar well, themes, yeah. right? Jesse uh, Eisenberg is in both of them. <laughs> yeah, the year is two thousand nine, so nobody got the year. Now here's where the mm. the confusion was, or not confusion. Mm. IMDb had it. Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson, and Emma Stone. But the wiki had it, Woody Harrelson, Jesse Eisenberg, and Emma Stone. And on the wiki, you could see the poster, the movie poster, and in, it's it, 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 from left to right, it is Woody Harrelson, Jesse Eisenberg, and Emma Stone. So that's the way I went. So, Joe, you got uh, four points. So congratulations. You're oh, moving on up. Nice. Paul, you got one point, unfortunately. And uh, Ian, you got one point. Ian's on the board. Ian is on the board. He's on the move. All right. So uh, this episode, we are going to be reviewing the 2009 movie Adventureland. It is rated R, runtime, one hour, 47 minutes. Director Greg Matola. Uh, Other projects he has directed, Superbad, Keeping Up with the Joneses, and Paul. Not you, Paul. The movie, Paul. Cast huh? a note. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Uh, cast a note. Jesse Eisenberg, of course. Well, that wouldn't be, of course. We just <laughs> that makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is a different movie than uh, Zombieland. Jesse Eisenberg, uh, Kelsey Lengen, Led, <laughs> Lend, Led, Legend. I guess I don't know. Legend. Yeah. Uh, Michael Zegan, Bill Hader, Kristen Wiig, Christian Stewart, Ryan Reynolds, Martin Starr. Now, those people who uh, know Martin Starr, he is from Silicon Valley. He's Guilfoyle. So, I'm uh, big fan of him. This is the only the second thing I remember ever seeing him in. So, I was happy to see. I, I was shocked. I was like, oh, my God. It's a dude from Silicon Valley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, brief synopsis. In the summer of 1987, a college graduate takes a nowhere job at his local amusement park, only to find it's the perfect course to get him prepared for the real world. Tagline, long hours, low pay, high times. Uh, IMDb gives it a 6.8 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, the critics give it an 88%, and the audience gives it a 61%, which is shocking. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, this doesn't look like a like a uh, 
critics sweetheart type of movie but uh they have a higher rating than the audience box office the well i have no budget but the opening weekend which was april 5th 2009 it made 5.7 million and gross in the u.s it made about 16 million uh, uh, see i i think that this is exactly the kind of movie that critics love right it's coming of age and all that good yeah, all, drama, all, character all driven that angst. <laughs> yeah oh it had a lot of angst it's a romantic comedy Critics don't like those. What? I, I don't it's consider a romantic, romantic comedy. comedy. It's not a romantic comedy, is that it? It's not a romantic comedy. Oh, you guys are crazy. All right, let me, let me move on. My angsty, it was angsty teen drama, right? I mean, I was like, eh. <sighs> okay, uh, let's, let's just keep going. Notes, Christian Wig and Bill Hader, which I love Bill Hader, by the way, so I was very happy to see him in this movie, were only on the set for four days. All scenes with their characters, Paulette and Bobby, had to be condensed and shot quickly due to their commitments to Saturday Night Live. So there were, there were a lot of scenes in that movie, so <laughs> I'm shocked that they got all that shot uh, in four days. Also, crews were hired to remove and hide snowfall and snow accumulation during filming because the film was shot in the winter months. In some of the indoor scenes, extras were paid to block the windows and doors so the snowfall couldn't be visible on camera. The real Adventureland Park is located in Farmington Dell, Farming Dell, Long Island, New York. Director Greg Matola originally planned to shoot the movie in the real Adventure Park, Adventureland Park, but later decided against it since the park had been so drastically remodeled since he had worked there. Adventureland was filmed in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The amusement park in the movie is known as Kennywood Park. The rides shown in the movie are actual rides, although the names of the games have been changed. There is also an Adventureland amusement park in Altoona, Iowa. And my last note is, near the end of the film, when James punches Tommy in the groin, he clearly misses him. Jesse Eisenberg pulls his punch so as to not actually hit Matt Bush. And I 100% caught that. So this movie has a ton of issues as far as, uh, you know, like the cars being at the wrong year and they're wearing clothes that don't match and all this other stuff that I never, I didn't notice any of that stuff, but this is the one thing, uh, the one goof as it were that I did notice at the end of that movie, when he gives him that last punch and he falls down hurt, he clearly missed, like he doesn't even come close to making contact with him. It was so weird, but, uh, those are my notes for this one. Uh, so Joe, you seem to have some opinions on this movie, please, by all means, tell us what you think. It did. It was, it started really slowly. Um, and it was really angsty and it took a long time. I think it took like 40 minutes before the movie started. It felt like anything moved, but once it started going, I mean, it got a lot better. I mean, it felt really eighties. I mean, it, it felt like the era and I kind of liked, you know, I went to Kennywood in yeah. the eighties and, and it was kind of neat. There was some good music in it. Um, the music express was featured mm-hmm. several times. That's the, when we were. Oops. That's still vengeance. I that's the picture. I that Music Express. I took a picture and said, "Hey, look, it's Music Express." <laughs> yeah, that was funny because it came on and I paused the movie and I called on Alexa <laughs> down to call my wife and she came upstairs. And I said, "Look at this," and she just looked at the screen and just burst out laughing. It's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, when that one girl worked at the Music Express, I was like, "Oh wow, that is so funny." <laughs> <laughs> and that goes back a long thing, Paul, because. Uh, there is there is one of those rides, a Music Express ride at Bush Gardens down here. And my wife always called it the Music Express because that's the name of the actual ride. But no one knew that except her somehow. <laughs> and I still don't know how she knew it. Huh. And, and my whole family used to laugh at her for calling it the Music Express because those words are nowhere near that ride anywhere in Bush Gardens. <laughs> and we used to just laugh at her for calling it that. <laughs> 
And then it turns out that is the actual name of the amusement that they sell to the parks is the Music Express. Yeah, yeah. Very, very interesting. Now, now I have to look up what this Music Express ride is. Okay. Yeah, it just spins yeah. around. And now every time we see it, it's it's a big thing. It, it's funny because she gives me all <laughs> kinds of crap. And I saw it in the movie. I'm like, oh, wait, you got to get up here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she saw it. It was, it was a pretty fun time. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, it was okay movie. I think it's it's a it was a solid movie once it started to move. You know, it didn't really it it didn't appeal to me in particular. I mean, other than the music and the time frame. But you know, I'm not into as much angst. But you know, it was a, it was a decent film. I loved the cast. I mean, everyone oh, was good in it. Cast was awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and they all did a great job. I mean, I'm like, oh my gosh, is that Ryan Reynolds? Holy crap, that's that's a dude from Silicon Valley. Is that Bill Hader? I'm like, the whole time, it's like he keeps, I mean, even the kid's parents are what, is it Wendy Malick? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, watch her on TV as a kid. It's like, holy cow, they're, everyone in this movie is someone I'd heard of. It was, it was <laughs> shocking. I almost never seen a cast as like an ensemble cast of character actors. It's like, wow, this is so cool. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I ended up really enjoying it. I mean, the first like half hour, I'm like, oh, this is going to hurt. And then it just, it, it got, it got good and interesting and was a good story. So I think it's a solid movie. It's uh, definitely worth streaming it. All right. You give it a stream. All right, Paul, what say you, my friend? So, um, yeah, I liked the movie. I, I thought it was a good movie. It's character driven. So not, not typically a movie that I'd ever see like first run. I'm just not that, I'm not that into character driven movies, but it, it reminded me that, you know, before Kirsten Stewart had all that uh, baggage that, you know, she was actually pretty decent actress, I guess. Because um, I kind of, you know, you're like, oh, God, not not Snow White and, this, and um, Twilight, right? Kind of, to me, ruined Christian <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't even look at her right now. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So it was, uh, I worked at an amusement park. Kings Island, to be precise. To be precise, yes, uh, during high school, there's definitely that hierarchy of, yeah, retails at the bottom, and then there's games, and then there's rides, and... Um... <laughs> <laughs> did, did you smoke as much pot as these kids did? Uh, no, no, I did I, We did have parties, though, but I wasn't much of a partier, so... You just um... inhaled the uh, helium from the balloons that you sold? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I thought it was a good movie. I, I probably... It's somewhere between second run and 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 uh, and, and streaming for me because because it, it really is. A, I mean, it's a decent movie for what it is, I, and it's got Ryan Reynolds. So I, if it didn't have Ryan Reynolds in it, <laughs> it would probably have gone right to streaming. But you know, I, I I'm gonna go second run on this. Oh yeah, second run. Paul is back, nice. baby. <laughs> All right, Ian. Stream. Stream. All right. Do you have any comments about it? Just stream. Um, no. You should watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space instead. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, there's your comment. <laughs> there's no wonder why he's not in our movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what, what insightful comment. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, I'm going to agree with uh, Joe and uh, Ian with the stream. Uh, not necessarily see the Killer Clowns from Outer Space part, but... what. I do think, uh, yeah, Bill Hader and Christian Wig uh, in that movie are so good. I, I could just watch them in their scenes over and over. They're so, good. especially Bill Hader. He was so funny. Remember when they were high? He chased that kid with the baseball bat. Yeah, I'm crazy. Then, and, he, and, then he goes right back into, into the, ordering stuff. 
Into the clown mouth? Yeah, that was... Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Nobody could throw the trash into the clown mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I thought... Oh, I I just... That whole thing I loved. I absolutely adored him in this movie. And yeah, Ryan Reynolds, you know, he plays the... uh, the the hunk who uh, you know for in where he is in life you know he's the top dog but in reality he's just the uh, maintenance man at the amusement park <laughs> but yeah. yes yeah yeah I I thought it was I thought it was wonderful and I, like I said I liked seeing Martin Starr uh, outside of Guilfoyle in uh, Silicon Valley although he had a similar type role really I mean uh, in Silicon Valley he's uh he's a sat- uh, he's satanist right he, he's he's satanic and this yeah. one he's atheist <laughs> he's an atheist jew in this one i think <laughs> yeah something like that yeah <laughs> well i like that the band in that bar it just it is so <laughs> what, what, right? what are they playing oh man they're yeah what they're playing they're covering what song oh man i can't remember but it was yeah it was so awful oh my god so terrible and off key and their timing was bad and and they were having such a great time because they were on stage i mean it was so great (laughs) oh yeah i just oh man that's so so good so yeah i agree it's it's good it's a good stream uh movie (laughs) especially if you are a fan of kennywood you know you go or yeah see this movie because kennywood is uh in the background a lot of the movie it is good times all right, so that is the review of the movie Adventureland. Now, another thing that we uh, do in the Movies Out podcast, we've only done it twice other times, so we're going to pull it out for a third time for the 50th episode, is play a game, and that game is called Lost in Translation. Here are the rules of that game. Welcome to the Lost in Translation game. The premise is simple. The brief description provided by IMDb of a movie is converted multiple times by Google Translate. Then the handsome host reads the translation. And the contestants need to guess the name of the movie. It's that simple. First to single points wins. Good luck. That's right. Five points wins. Now Ian, Paul has dominated this game. Yes. You are in this one to win it. Now, uh, this one is the 2010s, which means any movie that was released in 2010 <laughs> or later. Okay. So through 2018, if it's in the theaters currently or since 2010, it is uh, available to be on this. So what am I doing? So we're looking for just the movie title, right? Just the name of the movie. I'm oh, going okay. to read a uh, mixed-up movie description that will not be clear at first. Because it's been translated over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to tell me, uh, say your name. Say your name probably is the best thing. So say your name as soon as you want to take a guess. If I do the description and no one gets, no one takes the correct guess, and there's someone still left, then I will read the actual description, and at that point, someone can take a guess then. All right, you guys ready? Okay. The 2010 Lost in Translation game. Translation number <laughs> one. Okay. Now, all these movies, Ian, I picked out. Now, I'm not cheating. I just made sure that he's, he is familiar with or he uh, has seen all these movies. So, And I'm pretty sure all of you have seen, well, for maybe one or two, maybe you haven't. But I think for the most part, you've seen. These are very popular movies that came out in the last eight years. Okay, here we go. The first one, translation. Former hostess dogs have retired to kill dogs and retire after retirement. <laughs> Can I go? Can I yeah, go? say How your name. Say that, Ian? 
Yes. John Wick. Ah, oh, you got it. How did you get that? <laughs> it, made, it made sense. Retirement. Dogs kill dogs. Holy Retire- mackerel. Wow. Holy cow, Paul. Paul. You wow. Be, <laughs> you, know, you may be in trouble. Paul does this all the time. He, he doesn't even play for the first five questions. <laughs> That's true. He let me up four to nothing before yeah. he let me out. Then he's like, all right, I'm going like to kill you. Wow. I cannot believe you got that. All right. Well, very good. Yes. All right. The second one. Translation. A fast-paced mercenary with a morbid sense of humor. Can I go in? Yeah. Deadpool. Yes, Deadpool. Holy. <laughs> Did you look at my notes? No. Mercenary with the mouth. The wreck with the mouth. Holy mouth. All right. There you go. Wow. All right. Now, number three. Apparently, teenagers get most of their information <laughs> from Google Translate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number three. Translation. Insidious criminals in one of the galleries collaborate to prevent a mad warrior from taking over the control of the universe. The Joe. Avengers. Oh. First, you say your name. Guardians oh. of the Galaxy. Oh, Joe's on the board. Guardians of the oh, Galaxy no, is correct. Oh, very good. Wow. I am impressed, Joe, because I would not have got that from that. All right, here we go. Number four. Paul, uh, say something, Paul. Hello? All right, let's make sure you're not on mute. All right, here we go. In addition, Lord Lodan is looking at the patient's patient team across the Mackinac borders. But when a young man comes out of anger and gets rid of illegal forces, the effect to hide from Lucas's family life and his legacy will also end. <laughs> now I stumbled on that a little bit. So if you want me to reread it, I can, if you think it would help you. Uh, determine this movie. Um, does anyone want me to reread it, or are you willing to go on to the original description? Oh, oh, I, Paul, it's not the Last Jedi, is it? It is not the Last Jedi. I am sorry. Everyone's to start. The shot. Sorry. Yes. Good, good go try. Ahead. Good try. Uh, Ian or Joe, you don't. You want me to read the original? Yeah, I think you're gonna have to read the original. All right, here's the original. <laughs> Make sure you say your name. Okay. That's how I determine you being buzzed in. Okay. Do not say the name of the movie because okay. that will not count. Okay. Your name. Okay. Here's the original. In the near future, a wary Logan cares for an ailing... Ian. Yeah. Joe. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, it is Ian. Yes, very good, Ian. You're up three. Joe has one. Paul, what is going on? All right, here we go. Number five. And hey, Joe, if, if you feel like maybe uh, your voice isn't carrying because Ian's in the room, by all means, like, raise your hand because I can see you and hear Ian at the same time. So that goes for you too, Paul. Um, here we go. Number five. The former presidential police officer, Barnes, will be secretary secretary of the presidential candidate, Charlie Rowan, who will be sent to the death point. Joe. Joe. White House down? It is not. White House down. I will continue. Uh, who will be sent to the death point on purge night to vote to yeah. eliminate... Oh, uh, purge election year. Oh, yes! You got the right one, too! Yeah. I can't believe I it. Thought, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> I thought I would throw you guys off on that one because, you know, the new one's out. Well, former secretary. They have to stop the purge in the third one. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. Jeez, Ian. Hey, Ooh. one more, Ian, and you win the game. <laughs> Paul, come on, man. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. The new Central Park, built in the original Jurassic Park land, produces a Joe. large... Joe? 
Jurassic World. That is correct. Jurassic World. <laughs> Good job. Oh, nice job. All right. All right. The next one. Here we go. <laughs> With the help of the German Hunter Award, the liberated slave hopes to save his wife from the barbarian. Django uh -huh. Unchained. Oh, it is right. Django Unchained. Ian won the game. Holy cow. That was insane. Sorry. Ian got it in wow. before you, Paul. But yes. Wow. That was quick. So Ian won five. Dang. Joe had two. Paul, shut out. I didn't think he was playing. <laughs> He's uh, <laughs> sucking the helium from those uh, balloons. I muted the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Ian won before he could uh, even start playing. Well, congratulations, Ian. We'll have to have you on at least one more time to, uh, to, to play. Uh, Wow. I'm going to see if this was real or some kind of crazy fluke. Yeah. That was awesome. Okay. I'm going to have to lock up my notes next time. <laughs> 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 Although you were at work all day, so I'm not sure how you could have got to them. But uh, who knows? Okay. Um, oh, we're actually moving on to the vacationers part of this episode. <laughs> all right. This is very confusing for me. All right. Uh, okay. Here we go. So, again, we are talking about Kings Island. Uh, Ian... I and my family, well, Ian's part of my family, so I've done it, <laughs> but we went to Kings Island as part of a uh, road trip that we hit Kings Island, then we went up, uh, visited friends in Michigan, and then on the way back, we hit Cedar Point. The Cedar Point review will be coming up in an upcoming episode, and maybe we'll talk some uh, Michigan stuff too. Uh, but this episode specifically, we are talking about Kings Island because on our Kings Island day, Paul lives about 40 minutes north of us, uh, so he came up him and his significant other and showed up for the park and we spent the day together riding rides and having a good time in his backyard. Yes, this is the park Kings Island in Mason, Ohio, uh, where he worked uh, his teenage years. <laughs> so, so he gets the former employees discount. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. <laughs> so we're going to talk all things Kings Island, including what we did and what our thoughts are of the park. Of course, this is a Cedar Fair Entertainment Company park. And let's start with the tickets. So the lowest price ticket of the season is a promotion that's going on right now. It's $39.99. All the prices I'm giving you, by the way, are the prices before tax. These are lit, these are offered online. So expect to pay a little bit more uh, once you put into your shopping cart and you uh, check out. So the $39.99 ticket is valid through uh, August 26th. So you could buy that ticket. Uh, I, th I believe that's essentially the child price. Um, oh yeah, it is. So essentially you're paying the child price to get into the park until the end of August. The tickets we bought, we bought the combo, the 2018 coaster combo ticket. This is valid for one day at Kings Island and one day at Cedar Point, And it's $65. And this is any day through October 28th, not including Winterfest. So that's the ticket we bought because we were going to both parks. So $65 to get into Cedar Point and Kings Island. I thought it was a pretty good value, so I jumped on jumped on that and got it. It is still available, by the way. You can still get it. It is one day at uh, Kings Island and one day at Cedar Point. The next ticket object uh, object next ticket option is the 2018 after 4 p.m. ticket. So they have a ticket specifically that lets you into the park after 4 p.m. Um, open uh, days open until midnight. It's $37. Otherwise, it's $35, which is about 10 p.m. usually. So it's $2 more for two hours. So <laughs> I would say uh, if you're going to do this ticket, definitely go with the midnight ones. <laughs> Seems like a better value. 
Now there's, they also have. Yeah, that's the, a great ticket. That's one we got at Cedar Point when my family went out the first day we got there. Because we drove out from Pennsylvania earlier in the morning out to Cedar Point, checked into the hotel, and the now, after four ticket's a great idea. But is that was that a ticket you purchased or was that because we did the same thing, right, Ian? Or no? No, we didn't. No, no, no that's a different park that that you in a couple hours. That was like. Hershey or something. Okay, that's a different park. Yeah, that was Hershey, actually, yes. Yeah. Hershey just let you in. Oh, he yeah. stayed on site or... No, I think it was a ticket. What was the... Yeah. Something. Oh, yeah. So you bought a ticket after, like, 4 p.m. tickets explicitly. So you go into the park the first day that you got there? Yeah. Yeah, because oh, okay. we spent most of the day driving, but we got out there, got checked into the hotel, and then, you know, it was like an after 4 or after 5 ticket. I can't remember what it was. It was a couple... Several years ago. Okay. Well, we I, I seem to remember more. it was a lot cheaper then. I mean, it was probably what about six, seven years ago, but I think it yeah. was like fifteen or twenty bucks. It was really a good deal. Oh yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, the, the, the after four, you mean? Because I, I don't remember yeah. being that low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, okay. Maybe maybe it's just faulty memory. But after four, after four, I may have. But I mean, like the full day, uh, I don't remember it being much lower than like twenty five. So. No, no, the the full days were more expensive. The after four was really cheap the year we went out. All right, let's move on to the 2018 Good for Any Day admission. So this is just a general admission ticket, which I am not... Okay, this includes Winterfest. So I guess if you wanted to buy a Winterfest ticket now, you could buy this because the other ticket is only good to the end of August. This one is $52.99 and $39.99. That's your child rate and your adult rate. Uh, of course, the child, so how they determine children in this park is under 48 inches tall or, uh, well, plus 62. So I guess it's not a child rate. I'm not sure what the rate they call or 62 it. years old. Yeah. You, so you have to be uh, under 48 inches tall or you're 62 plus. Then you get the 39.99. Otherwise, you pay 52.99. And that's good any day for the 2018 season, including Winterfest. Uh, I already discussed the combo ticket. So that's all. Yeah, that's all the tickets they have outside of, of course, season passes and that type of stuff. Uh, let's move on to Fastlane. Here's a little interesting fact. Fastlane was first piloted in 2011 at Kings Island. The system was rolled out to the rest of the Cedar Fair chain in 2012. So the very first time they tested it, they tested it right there at Kings Island. How about that? Paul, 2011... That was, what, seven years ago? I'm presuming you did not work in the park at that point, right? No, I did not. <laughs> All right. All right. So fast lane, they have uh, different fast lanes, of course. They have the regular fast lane. It's $55 to $75, depending on the day. This includes Banshee, Diamondback, The Racer, Vortex, Invertigo, Delarium, Drop Tower, Windseeker, Woodstock Gliders, and many, many more. Two t- or 20 attractions Total or twenty plus. Uh, Woodstock gliders is that in the kiddie land? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. In the fast lane in the kids section, yeah, that's kind of odd. Well, they have fast right? lane kids stuff and bush gardens and stuff, so not really. I mean, it's weird it's on the fast lane because then. Yeah, it's, uh, but that's I mean, it's odd that you have these people skipping line in the kid in the in yes, the children's yeah. land. If, if you go to that park explicitly to ride coasters <laughs> and you buy the fast lane, you're like, you know what? I'm going to do everything on here to get my value. Yeah. You could, you could be skipping little children to ride a kitty ride, but, uh, that would be, very you wait strange. kids. We're, we're going ahead. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah. We got this, uh, fast lane, <laughs> but you know, what's funny though. So I looked, uh, multiple places. I Googled it to try to determine if the fast lane, if the rides are just one time or, uh, unlimited. And I could not get a clear answer as to, whether or not you pay for a fast lane if you could ride Banshee two or three times. 
or Diamondback or the racer. It does not, it, there's no clear answer where they say one way or the other. So that's very strange. Um, it's, then, odd. it's also more expensive than their most expensive ticket. Yes. Yeah. So if you want to uh, get cut the line, yeah, you, you buy, pay for a cheap ticket and then uh, spend more for the fast lane. Then of course, like every park, they have a fast lane plus and that's $70 uh, and $90 depending on the day. Fast lane plus includes Miskit, may have Miskit, Mystic Timbers, The Beast, Firehawk, Flight of Fear, and unlimited rides on four Soak City rides. So four Soak City uh, slides or whatever, the, the water park, you get those as well with the plus. So uh, the, the best coasters, essentially, obviously, you have to upgrade to get those ones included. And I did, I do think uh, I read somewhere where it's unlimited for those coasters, but I'm I'm not sure actually. And then you have, of course, the season pass fast lane plus. Ian, you want to take a guess on how much the season pass fast lane plus costs? Now it's not valid for King's winter. The minions is five hundred dollars. So I'm going to assume this is five hundred dollars. You are incorrect, sir. It's four ninety nine. So it's five hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you guessed incorrectly. Uh, yeah, so it's five hundred bucks essentially. And you for, had it on my notes, but. I already knew the Kings oh, yeah. <laughs> I give you notes. Did I, I didn't give you notes for the game, did I? Does that no. one? <laughs> well, Does I that notes one? for the game, too? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Paul, go ahead. Is that, is that one just the one park? or I thought there was some kind of pass that would allow you to go to any of their parks. Oh, yeah. there's. Uh, you mean tickets to get, get in? Admission? Like a season pass that works at yes. Cedar. Yes. I don't go yeah, over those, so I... I uh, we do this mainly for people who are visiting as a one-time visit or like a vacation destination, not for the person that lives next door like you who may buy a season pass. So I don't really get into the season pass stuff. Okay, all right. It's more right. of a, you know, I'm going to go for a weekend or a day. Uh, that's what I basically go into. All right, so that those are the tickets. Uh, foods and extras. They have a 2018 souvenir bottle, which is $11.99. Free, ref- free refills for the first visit. They claim it's 10 or 15 minute wait, but we waited or we drank it and returned and got it refilled and never got turned away. And we were definitely within 10 minutes. So uh, they claim there is a limit on how many, how fast you can refill it, but we never got stopped. But no icy, no, no icies, no icies. Yeah. That's not part of the deal. Um, also, I wanted to buy a souvenir bottle that I could use at uh, Cedar point and you cannot the Cedar uh, I mean, there's, I think there's a, like a drinking program that you can get across parks, but like I can't buy the souvenir bottle at Kings uh, Kings Island and get 99 cent refills at Cedar Point. You had to buy a separate. Really, uh, they don't have a Cedar Fair bottle. Well, they have like a drinking program that you can buy. We get free drinks, but yeah, there's not a no that the bottle does not uh, convey across parks, which is interesting. Then they have the 2018 all-day dining, which is $29.99. That includes one entree, one side, every 90 minutes, no drinks. Uh, and the portions of this are like Carowinds, Joe, where the pizza came with two slices and two breadsticks. Uh, this park in particular was very much like Carowinds as far as their, pro, their food program, minus the fact that you cannot get funnel cakes or any sweets in this park. Uh, at oh. least I couldn't find it. Yeah, that's so, so lame. Carowinds, it was the perfect dining program. Perfect. With that, that entree all, you know, split into two pieces every 90 yep. minutes plus dessert. It was like wonderful. Final cakes. Forget about it. It's yeah. it it heaven. But yeah, this park 
has the same type of thing except they don't have the funnel cake. But they have good rye. <laughs> yeah, they better rides. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, see? They're going for the rides. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I go for the food. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But so I, I just find it interesting how they sell an individual dining plan where everything comes out with it's clearly intended to be shared. Yeah, and everyone shares. I mean, there's there's no question. <laughs> well, that's what you would think, but then you see people with five souvenir cups for each person. Well, that's true. Yeah, they, <laughs> they don't like to spread germs, I guess, to the family members. I will, I will never understand those people. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on to the 2018 two-day all-day dining. Now, this is your best value right here. So this is $49.98. The days do not have to be consecutive. Good through October 28th, not Winterfest. So it's not good for Winterfest, but... Any two days, if you're going to the park for two days over the summer, it's essentially $25 a day for the dining plan, so you get a $5 discount. So uh, that's pretty good. I think that's uh, definitely the best value you're going to find for a dining plan. They also have a two-day drink wristband. So I guess if you get the two-day dining, uh, you can get a discount on the wristband. So it's $20 to get the wristband where you get drinks for two days. 2018 single meal deal. This is one meal. This is one entree, one side, and a 20-ounce fountain beverage, and that's $13.99. So, uh, you know, make sure you know what you want and the price of it before you buy this because it may or may not be a value to you. They also have the all-season gold pass add-on. Now, this is for pass, obviously, gold pass members. You get two meals per visit, and it's $120 for this. Uh, then they have the all-season platinum pass add-on, and this is uh, all. This is also two meals per visit, but this one is good for all Cedar Fair parks. And I doesn't have a price. It's free. Doesn't <laughs> doesn't have a price. I don't know what happened <laughs> to my price. Uh, maybe it's one. Uh, you know what? I think it's one fifty actually. I'm not sure how it got cut off, but I believe it's one fifty for it, if I recall correctly. Uh, it's definitely more than one twenty. I think it's one. I think I think it's one fifty. I'm pretty sure. Uh, parking. See, this is the way you do parking. You have two options. <laughs> you have parking, $17. Preferred parking, 27 That's it. There's no weird don't go through the front plaza parking. <laughs> like Bush yeah, Gardens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what Bush Gardens is doing. Bush Gardens has gotten so confusing. Parking there is harder <laughs> than anything else. Now. Yeah, that's so strange. Yeah, so that's what we did. So we went in, we bought our tickets, we bought the meal plan, we bought the souvenir cup, and we bought, we prepaid our parking because... I believe at the park it's $20, so you save 3 bucks if you buy it ahead of time. Uh, makes no sense not to, really. Uh, then they have the single-day fun picks. This is their photo card. It's $25 for a single day. They have a two-day for $34.99. And then they have an all-season fun picks, which is $49.99. Then they have your rentals. They have the single stroller, which is $14.02. Here we go, <laughs> Joe, with these weird pricing. I don't know how they get $14.02 for a single stroller. So it's fourteen oh two plus tax. <laughs> Double stroller is sixteen or eighteen sixty nine. The manual wheelchair is fourteen ninety five, and the electric is wheelchair is forty six seventy three. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, so strange. I don't know what's going on there. So next, we're gonna be talking about shows. That's right. Now, let me tell you something. The Forever Country Show. We unfortunately saw uh, decent portions of that show. Because we're eating inside the building that it actually occurred in. Forever Country. Here's the description. This is an all-new show. Features a live band and vocalist performing today's hottest country hits. Along with a special tribute to the artists of yesterday. 
uh, featuring songs by Miranda Lambert, Luke Perry, Keith Urban, Blake Sheldon, and Carrie Underwood. So unfortunately, we had to see some of this, and it was uh, pretty awful. Well, I guess if you like country. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't think it was good country, though, even. I mean, uh, well, you notice uh, there wasn't any, any Garth Brooks, and I, I consider him like... The Elvis um, of country? <laughs> Yeah, I, I really do. I think he, he's one of the best-selling uh, country artists of all time, I believe. But oh. so it's kind of weird that you know you don't. Yeah, it, it, it's like they had they got they got budget. Yeah, <laughs> country very, songs. Yeah, very, and that's yeah. all they had. I don't know. And where was and that? Welcome to the Public Domain Country Music Festival. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Country Roads Take Me Home, and I'm like, oh gosh, no, no, no. Oh yeah, you got all you got all upset about West Virginia about the song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So, so bad. Uh, yeah. And what building was that in? That was the in Festa the House. Festa House, right? So, that was in the German house. So, it, it was really German. weird. Yeah. I don't know. It used to look like a German Fest House, but it, not as much anymore. No. With the country and the Pan Express. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lost not all. as much anymore. Oh, yeah. Panda Express and a, and a and, schnitzel and some country music. And pizza. Pizza. Yeah, because pizza and oh, yeah, of course. the country music that's just German. <laughs> all day long. All right, so then we have the Gravity Show. Uh, this one says, prepare to be mesmerized by the acrobatic performances and the all-new guests, all-new show guests of all ages will enjoy Gravity, featuring an incredible showcase of strength, balance, and ath- athleticism. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this one has had some fart jokes at the beginning, which were really <laughs> lame. Uh, I know Mom and I fell asleep. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Whenever the lights went out. We yeah, out. It, it was pretty... Uh, <laughs> I mean, it got better, but yeah. At the first BMX had... part was the only part I enjoyed. Oh, really? That was the part I thought was the dumbest part. What was the last part? when they? I don't know. I think I was sleeping. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't all that good. Paul, what do you think about Gravity? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, the part, it, it felt like, I mean, the show had some neat tumbling and some neat, the bike stunt work. Uh, fantastic, though. Um, and the, the storyline, which I know it's, uh, it, the storyline was like it was written by a, a, what a seven-year-old would write, right? Or even yeah. a five-year-old when they're writing the little pictures, and well, yeah. I know you don't go to those to see the story, but it just didn't seem. Um, yeah, it, it was, but it was really cool in there. Yeah, I definitely would see it again just for the AC <laughs> aspect alone. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So gravity, uh, not impressed. Then they have the international street light and fireworks spectacular. Be amazed with our all-new International Street Light and Fireworks Spectacular. Enjoy dazzling fireworks, spectacular lighting effects, and music that you will that will have you singing and dancing along. The show can be seen each night. The park closes at 10 p.m. or later. Uh, now, we heard this because we were actually in line for the oh, Beast yeah. when uh, it shut down for the fireworks, and I heard a little bit of Greatest Showman playing uh, to the fireworks, so... Uh, we didn't actually see it, but it was really short, right? I mean, they those fireworks are done. Well, I mean, the beast was down for forty-five minutes. Yeah, but they but, closed it before, and then, but the fireworks themselves weren't going the off that long. Yeah, it was like fifteen minutes, maybe. So we didn't see it, uh, but uh, it seemed short, uh, unless they did a bunch of other stuff that we didn't couldn't pick up on. I don't know. Jump, the ultimate dog challenge. We did not see this, and, and that's what replaced the dolphin show. Because there used to be a dolphin show. Now back in the I think 80s and 90s, there was a dolphin show, uh, which, yeah, which is hard. The dog show doesn't quite, I understand why there's not a dolphin show anymore, but 
still, you know. Oh, it's okay dogs. to train yeah. dogs, but not dolphins, apparently. Huh. Interesting. All right. So dogs, uh, they've been featured on Jay Leno, Letter, David Letterman, and the Animal Planet. Two-time world champion Frisbee dog trainer Lou Mack directs the action, which takes the energy and ability of the canine crew and packs them into nonstop action-packed thrill show. Uh, then it just goes on, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, there's music and blah, blah, uh, audience participation. It's a must-see that we did not see. Uh, I'm over pet shows. I don't need to see. More pet shenanigans. Yeah, I don't need to see any more <laughs> pet shows. Uh, even I'm just dog. impressed that there is a world champion Frisbee dog trainer. <laughs> Two time, buddy. Two time. <laughs> yeah. The fact that there's more than one of them, <laughs> right? That, and they fought it out for who would be the world champion. Well, there may only be him, and he just takes it by default. <laughs> I'm not sure it happens in other years. They didn't get it every year, but <laughs> yeah, very strange. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, then there's Off the Charts. Our live band and performers take the stage in this production featuring the hottest hits and yesterday's classics. So essentially, this is like Forever Country, but uh, with pop music, I guess. I think we walked by one time and they were playing some song. Um, it seemed okay, I guess. I don't know. We didn't stop and watch it, so I don't know. It's uh, it's what you expect in a theme park, I guess. Then they have the last show, Peanuts Party in the Park. Join Charlie Brown, Linus, Lucy, and Sally at their rockin' party. You don't want to miss it. Have your camera ready. A 10-minute meet-and-greet with the characters follows each show. So there you go. You can dance with Charlie Brown and then get a picture afterwards uh, for Peanuts Party in the Park. That's a lot of peas. So those are the shows. All in all, uh, Ian, what do you think of the show's Compared, well, obviously, they, compared. it's step step up of Six Flags. No. Yes. Um, the stunt show at Great You're insane. America's probably okay. one of the best shows I've ever seen, oh. other than Bill and Ted. Okay, you know what? You're not. I'm your, not even lying. It's yeah. it was, it's better than anything I was at King of the Island. <clears throat> you're you're nuts. I'd rather watch that than Gravity. <sighs> you're uh, this is this is this has got to be better than. No. No, it isn't. No, it's no, so good. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, you're, you're out of your mind. Let's move on to flat rides. Of course, they have the Boo Blasters on Blue Hill because uh, every Cedar Fair. But this one was different. Has to have it. Did we, oh yeah. Oh yeah. My gun didn't work. Shocker. Well, my ours did. Yeah, it's crap. But it had the different cars. It had. Yeah, it had different cars. Yeah, um, you had three people in a row. Yeah, it's like more like the. Uh, um, Doom buggies. Yes, in Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I like that. Um, Though it was a lot longer. Yeah, so it made me one. more frustrated that I couldn't shoot anything. That was awful. I um, think the effects were better, too. And this is part of your fast lane. This is one of the <laughs> additional attractions that you can use. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, and at the very end, they had all the, zomb- all the what are they? Skeletons. Skeletons, like the one at King's Dominion. So uh, that was nice, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think this is the best boob blaster. <laughs> You're out of your mind. What? What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> No boob blasters is a good boob blasters, uh, but just because my gun didn't work, it can't be the best. It didn't work. I sat there, do nothing. Ours work. Yeah, your mind. Paul, you did the boob blasters, right? No, I have not done the. I'm. A, I'm hoping you're saying boo yes, blasters. Boo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you at? You left. This oh, you left. Oh, okay. Yeah, you left early, and uh, we hit the boo blasters. All right. Then they have the carnal. Car, Congo, Congo Falls. That's the shoot to shoots. We did not ride that either because we didn't want to get soaked. Because it Saw also it. had the yeah, it also had the um, 
the walkway over where you splash down. And so. it wasn't it was weird, right? Didn't it have like a hump in the middle of the drop? Oh yeah, yeah. It kind of like gave it a little bump. Yeah. Uh, so that was interesting, but of course you, did, you did went you up. Do, What's that? Did you do the white water? Nope, 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 nope. No, we did not do the. No white one would water. do them with me. Yeah, that was a fun one. I I didn't want to get wet. Agreed. So, yeah. Forget. You do get wet. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, that's that's the problem. Uh, of course, they have the Eiffel Tower, just like King's Dominion. Yeah. Uh, we did not go up in that, uh, but it's where it, isn't that that park like the placement of the Eiffel Tower doesn't seem like the middle of the, the park. Yeah, it seems to be off. It's like over to the skewed right. a little bit. Yeah, middle when it started the park, but yeah, the park has grown so much that it yeah. doesn't. And then they have the KI and Miami Valley Railroad. Uh, this didn't ride that. I would have liked to have ridden it, but we did not ride it. We didn't. We ran out of time. Uh, so it's nice because Kings Maine does not have the <laughs> a railroad, so it's nice to have one uh, at this park. So those are the notable flat rides. They have more, of course. They have all the the ones that uh, essentially all the other parks have. But those are the ones of note, I suppose. Now let's move on to the coasters. This park has a dozen adult coasters, so that's fantastic. They also have family, kids, family and kids coasters, which include the Flying Ace Aerial Chase. The Great Pumpkin Coaster and the Woodstock Express. Now, I rode none of these coasters, so none of them. Not one, Joe. Not wow. One. I am proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get any of those credits. Yeah, you didn't. What about Cedar Point? When you said you were going to go there and get that one. I credit. didn't get that either. Yeah, I know. Jeez, I'm I'm missing out. Wow. <clears throat> You're gonna have to stop by an orphanage on your way by the park <laughs> next time. <laughs> that kid. Oh yeah, I know, right? Uh, so let's move on to the coasters I did ride, which is all of them. So we rode all the, all 12 of the other ones. You rode all these? Wow. Yep. Oh, of course. All right. In Vertigo. 1999. I've, I've got to tell you, while while we were having the technical difficulties, I've watched the POVs of all of these just now. <laughs> wow. Okay. Then you will probably uh, know more than us. <laughs> <laughs> probably. I'm uh, A couple of them I'm already sick. Oh, man. In Vertigo is one of them because it is the uh, yes. 1999 Vacoma inverted boomerang. Uh, now, this is not the worst boomerang, but it's not good. Uh, it's an invert. But that backward, it winds you backwards to the top to start it off. As, as soon as yep. it started going backwards, I'm like, oh, this is horrifying. Oh, yeah, yeah. All boomerangs should be uh, just Yeah, this was like especially down. bad, though. Uh, I think it was better than the boomerangs that you are like in a, like a regular car, like a roller coaster yeah. car. The in, being inverted, I thought it was a little better, a little bit more freeing than uh, going back. I think going backwards in an inverted seat was a little less sickening. I don't know. Maybe not. But I, I didn't think it was as, as bad, but it was not good. It was not a good experience. Yeah, then they have a queue that no one knows how to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The queue is like, it looks like a prison. <laughs> it's very weird how uh, they have cages. Oh, and... yeah, that. I was thinking about the people and how. <laughs> Remember how, like, everything got screwed up, the line? No. What happened in the line? Remember? Like, people were, like, going oh, one way. And yeah, they way. had to. Yeah. They had the, I don't know how, some people were coming into the queue in one way and other people were coming in the other. So essentially they had, at one point, they had the queue separated <laughs> into two separate queues that merge into one. Oh, what a mess. Luckily, we got in right before it yeah, started getting longer. And like, <laughs> oh man, that's so nice. just not good. Yeah, and Vertigo is not a good coaster. No. They need to just shut that down. Yeah. Uh, next one, Backlot Stunt Coaster. This is your 2005 Premier Rides LIM launch. Uh, same as King's Dominion. 
but this one did have fire and it did have some of the effects working. Like when the when the, the POV video actually has the helicopter and stuff. Yeah, the helicopter was moving. And now the helicopter didn't like come up, like it was it was stationary. But the uh the when blades yeah, the blades. They were spinning. And when the helicopter's guns shot on the other wall opposite, the lights lit up to make it look like they were shooting into the wall. So that was nice because I don't think King's Dominion really does much of anything unless this year they, they fixed <laughs> yeah. it. But, uh, <laughs> but it was still the same crappy coaster. It's not a good coaster. Paul, what did you think of the back lot dunk coaster? Yeah, I mean, it, it was kind of... Bleh. I mean, it was okay. Well, I mean, he has a special place in his heart because there are minis and he has a mini. So, you know, he's... Oh, you've got a mini? I was about to ask because I couldn't really tell from the video if it was minis or not, which is the, kind of the neat thing about the old backlots. You know, what was it? The uh, Italian job, right? Yeah, the that's Italian taken job. From? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, yeah, you can tell that that's what they were originally. I don't know yeah, that these, they did anything to hide that. The, the ride cars are slightly bigger than the real minis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ouch. Yeah, an actual mini is not deemed safe for an amusement park. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that I, mean, I only read that or wrote that for the credit. I would not have written that for any other reason because they have I already wrote it at Kings Dominion and it's identical, so it's mm. a waste of time. Well, on, well, this is a random note on this ride, you can keep your bags by your feet. Oh, yeah, you can put it down by your Compared feet. To Kings Dominion, you have to put it over on like a platform, yeah, to get it whenever you get off. Yeah, uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, so bad. Uh, then the next coaster is the Racer, is rubble, 1972 yeah. Philadelphia Toboggan Coasters Wood Woody. Uh, okay, so here's some interesting facts about this. From 1982 to 2007, the trains ran backwards on one of the two tracks. Uh, while never referred to by name, Kings Island was a set of the Brady Bunch episode 106, The Cincinnati Kids, filmed in 1973. In this episode, Mike Brady is to present plans to the park for an expansion. These plans get inadvertently switched with Jan's poster of Yogi Bear. The plans are then lost on a ride, resulting in the usual antics. In filming the final scene on the racer, Robert Reed did not trust the camera was properly mounted to the car and insisted it to be tested first. This turned out to be a wise decision as the camera came loose during the test. <laughs> so uh, there you go. <laughs> Huh. That's a little uh, thing about the racer. Uh, the racer, I'm trying to remember. Nothing special about that ride, it's right? It's basically Rebel Yell. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's yeah. The video looks so bumpy that I would understand how a camera would get dislodged. Because <laughs> <laughs> whoever's POV video of this is, it's uh, looks like they have Parkinson's. <laughs> well, at least the, the the forward and backward thing at least made it gave it some kind of gimmick. Now it's just kind of a yeah, bad gimmick. A sad what. I don't know. The f I liked it. There's nothing. The, the only thing worse than a bumpy wooden coaster is going backwards on a bumpy wooden oh, coaster. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Most of those rides yeah, weren't well, even well, made. Oh, well, I can get kidney damage backwards. Yeah. Oh man, that that's so bad. So bad. Oh. That's why Rebel Yell stopped going backwards because they were never made to do that. Yeah. And they kind of just did it themselves, and then the company. Yeah, this was would like, be cool. This is like, a hazard. Yeah, that's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the bat. 1993 aerodynamic suspended coaster. Uh, this one has good uh, whipping side to side. Mm -hmm. Like it had really good whipping. Like you were going uh, side to side and some nice stuff. Um, so they had station theming. Uh, oh, so the station theming design. So this is uh, notes from the past. 
Station theming designed to resemble an aircraft carrier by John DeCure, producer or production design <laughs> production designer for the motion picture Top Gun. And that's because the former names of this ride were Top Gun and Flight Deck. Now, this one had a very weird, long path to get to the coaster. It was out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, you, were, you literally were walking like out in the middle of nowhere to get to the uh, to get to the queue even well i mean guess i guess that all would be constituted as a queue because going back there there's nowhere else to go like if you're on that path you were going to the bat it was very long and it was long because half the ride was the lift hill <laughs> yeah it's it very strange but uh i mean it's your it's your typical suspended like um big bad wolf so now it looks like the whole thing is like kind of going downhill and back and forth. It doesn't look like there's a whole lot of loops or inversions or anything in that in there. Is that well, whoa? It's, am I that right? It's suspended, so there's not going to be any loops. It's like Big Bad Wolf, Joe. Oh, it's a, one of oh, you're sitting in the seat. Then. Yes, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I can't under- tell from the POV video if it was an Alpengeisty thing or something like that. Oh no, so. no, no, yeah, yeah, no. This is yeah, <laughs> this this is uh, uh, Big Bad Wolf. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. My opinion is dropping in this because when I was first watching the video, the POV is like, hey, this looks kind of cool. And unfortunately, of course, we, we get around to the station and they're slow loading. So we're stuck in those little cars in the sun and melting like, oh, man, this is the, 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 literally the only thing worse than being in a suspended or being in a uh, inverted inverted. The only thing being stuck in an inverted seat is being in a suspended seat waiting I, I, I and even it. even the POV video, it just sits there at the end for half the video before yeah. they reel it in. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you're just sitting there you're like, oh my God, get me in, please. For the love of God, open this thing up because I'm about to go nuts in here. <laughs> yeah, so the bat, uh, it was okay. Uh, if I went back to the park, which I do want to go back at some point, uh, I probably would not ride that again. Uh, the next ride is the Adventure Express. 1991 Ooh. aerodynamics mine train. It's a hybrid wood structure. This one was interesting. So Paul, you did not go on this one, but you instructed Ernie to go on in your place. So right, he, because it's it was a I you, I know you guys say it was horrible. Maybe it's gotten <laughs> horrible, but um, it was painful. When I went on, I remember it being a fairly tame, but you know, a, we, a short wooden roller. <laughs> Ernie and I got on. And the whole ride, we're like, ah, oh, oh, <laughs> it was painful. I, oh, man. Now, Ian, you didn't think it was painful. No, I thought it was fun. Oh, it all was the, awful. Like the theming and all that. Well, here's the thing. So fun little ride. The very last part of it, Joe, you watch this, right? At the very last part, you go up a yeah. lift hill type thing with like something inside the shed or whatever it was. And it's the like shed. it's doing something like blah, blah. And then you go down a little like bunny hop and then you're at back at the station. Like nothing happens. Like that's the end of the ride. That was weird. Yeah. It's like, well, this is, I'm supposed to go down a deep, like a deep uh, drop or something. Not just end. It just <laughs> ended. It just, <laughs> you went up this lift hill, I like, think. Yeah. Oh boy. See, and this one, it was hard, the video, because you know, it's so much of it's in the dark. And then every time it comes out of the station, it's so bright. I mean, it looks yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, the very the video end, was very blind. It was very stark. The contrast it looked quite blinding. Yeah, the very end, you go up this, you go inside of a show building type thing, and there's something going on, some animatronic or something's in there, and you go up the lift hill, and the whole time I'm thinking, okay, well this is going to be like you know a drop with something, mm. and essentially you go down a little thing and you're back at the station. <laughs> like, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> That's so weird. I, 
Like this is really, really see, like Universal, they put the fake ending on a ride oh. and then shoot you one more time for more fun. See, Heck yeah. Fun? yeah, yeah, they're like, hey, we have more fun. No, nope. they did a fake, <laughs> fake ending, right? I mean, they, <laughs> they did a fake continuation, then ended it. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's that's why I told her to go on. It's a short one. It was it's a really short roller coaster. I didn't I, I didn't think it was. Yeah, now, if you uh-huh. want great roller coasters, there's only there's only one really good roller coaster at. Kings Island, but oh, okay, one good coaster. Well, you didn't ride Mystic Timbers, so you can't really speak to that. Oh, you're right. Mystic Timbers may be better, but uh, unfortunately, but the beast, the beast has always been its yeah. We'll get like, to the beast signature roller coaster in a moment. Yeah, so we got there, and unfortunately, okay, let me tell you some crap. So we get no, no. Is that Cedar Point? No, what? that's Cedar Point that we show up late. Yeah. Okay, never mind. All right, never mind. That's, <laughs> that's another episode. I'll have to remember to write that down to talk about that. Remind me that, Ian, to talk about how we got stuck. Um, Construction. Yeah, so, yeah, you guys just showed up late. That's all. That's why you missed the uh, very first thing we got there, the park opening. Um, walked past Mystic Timbers. <laughs> yeah, we walked past it. I don't know what I was doing. Well, they have a sign-up saying about the mining company or whatever. And I thought that was, like, the, the river ride, so I kept walking. <laughs> and then, like, oh, no, that's not it. Oh, it was awful. So yeah, so we rode we rode it before Paul and Ernie actually showed up, and then uh, we swung back to ride it again. But Paul and Ernie already left, uh, so he did not get to ride that one, uh, which uh, you really should have, Paul, because it's fantastic. But we're not at that point right now. We are at Vortex, yes, 1987 Aerodynamics Looping Coaster. Now this one has like nine inversions, and it looks awful. I mean, it looks like it's going to be the most awful thing you've ever ridden. And it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't great, but it wasn't, wasn't as bad as it looked. It looked painful. What What kind of car is it? Uh, it's just like Loch Ness. Loch Ness. Loch Ness. Yeah, yeah. Loch Ness Monster, no, just... Anaconda, that type. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because as I kind of got from it from watching it, it was like, man, this feels from the video like a Loch Ness Monster type ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah the aer- aerodynamics looping is, that's that genre of coaster and i don't know if it's just because it didn't go that fast it wasn't painful to do all those inversions and stuff but it didn't like i was doing it and i was like oh well this, i'm not dying here yeah hey, it does jar you though i mean to a degree but it looks i've ridden i've seen coasters that look didn't look nearly that bad and i wrote them like oh my god these are awful vortex at carowinds <laughs> oh, ironically <laughs> uh yeah so this one wasn't nearly. I I, mean, I I only rode it once, and maybe I just had a good spot and a good ride, but it it wasn't as jarring and bad as I assumed it was going to be. Wasn't so, good though. Yeah. Well, again, like I, I thought it was going to be really bad. So if it was just partially bad, that's a win. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, that was kind of pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, Wouldn't ride again. If you're next. Next one is the Flight of Fear. This is a 1996 Premier oh. Rides LIM launch. Uh, the Flight of Fear originally had over-the-shoulder restraints. In 2001 season, the over-shoulder restraints were replaced with bar lap restraints. Uh, had a long pre-show. Yeah, this one actually had a pre-show, Joe. This is so strange because ours at King's Dominion, has you walk in and it's just nothing. And you go into the ride and you're done. This one has a bunch of screens. Uh, once you actually get into the show building where you see the spaceship there's a bunch of screens all telling a story and we were in that part for how long half hour we didn't even finish the queue we didn't didn't finish the pre-show yeah the pre-show never like we were in there for at least a half hour and it was still like it didn't loop at all 
mean, it was still going. Oh, so wow. I do not know how long that thing is. But yeah, as in crazy stuff. And another thing uh, Ian noticed, which we haven't been back to King's Dominion to confirm this King's Dominion. Pretty uh, sure of it. The ship is only, I don't know if you've noticed this shit, Joe. Uh, the ship is only half a ship. Do you ever notice that? That they use a mirror to make it look like a full spaceship. Yeah. So now I've never noticed that the yeah. last time I was on I, I've, ne- I've never noticed that. I was just, I guess, assumed it was a full ship, but Ian's like, hey, look, that's a mirror. It's only, they only made half a ship, yeah. and it makes the room look big because obviously it's projecting everything. So, yeah, I was like, huh. So they proportioned everything, like the walkway up top. They, everything is like made half, so it looks like that. Yeah, you know, so it looks like. Never noticed it. it. Yeah, You'd have never. to be in there for 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, you have to be in there for a long time. <laughs> yeah, but they had a whole pre show going. I was so impressed. I mean, the ride was basically the same thing right yeah it was funny though because we get <laughs> we get in there and these three what how old were they you say maybe 13 yeah 12? these three like 12 13 year olds they were in the fr- front row and uh they just got there and the, the car launched and the one dude the one kid's like all right i'm out <laughs> he just he just went out the chicken exit he went <laughs> the other two kids were like no no stay <laughs> stay no he left and then the other kid who did stay was like I, i'll go on with you but we're not doing the front row. So he made him do like this, the second row in the front car. Like he refused to do the very front. And the other kid's like, come on, go to the front. I'm like, nope. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. Very, yeah, very interesting. Uh, but yeah, it's your typical flight of fear that you would uh, see. <laughs> your typical me. flight of fear. <laughs> flight of fear. Well, they're in at least two places, right? That's the indoor coaster. Well, I found the video online, which is unfortunate because they, they had it uh, horizontal. Or, or vertical instead of horizontal. Of course. With their video. But the lights were on in this video. And it was so you could see the whole inside. It was kind of neat. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's just like the uh, Six Flags America's uh, what coaster <laughs> is that? <laughs> the outdoor one that's just a flight <laughs> yeah, of fear, but outside. <laughs> I just forgot to put the roof on that building. Yeah. And the light comes they in. They ran out of money. <laughs> like, all right, forget it. All right. Then next is the Firehawk 2007 Vacoma Flying Dutchman. Um, so, Joe, this is the lay-on-your-back flying coaster that we have ridden at uh, Carowinds. Carowinds and other places. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's right out. All right. But no, listen. This was by far the best laying-on-your-back flying coaster we've been on. In yeah. fact, I would say this only is second, or this is, yeah, only second to Manta. Mm-hmm. This was a super good, smooth, uh, and it gave you different things than Manta. Like, Instead of doing like the the loop, uh, going over your like, uh, going the the loop the other way, it, it did the it did the opposite type of loop than Manta does. It was really good. I was shocked at how fun that ride was, and I would ride this. Yeah, again. I think laying on your back would have to be different, right? Because Manta's designed to hang forward. Mm, yeah. Well, I mean, once you twist around, then it doesn't make a difference, does it? It doesn't matter, but that, oh my god, yeah, it just looks horrifying, though. I mean, the video of this, it just looks so bad. It was not. It, like I said, this is my second favorite flying coaster. Without wow. a, without a doubt, this is, I would ride this coaster again. And the crew running it was, like, real deal. Oh, yeah, the crew, so the crew was, this like, the, the guy, um, so it was Alexis, uh, my daughter, Ian, and I were gonna ride this, and she wanted to ride together. So, uh, we went up because the, the, so the one crew member counted everybody out and send you uh, basically divvying out the fast lane and the regular lane. And we get up there and he's like, okay, I can put you on this train, but it's going to be uh, one for each car. 
And Alexis was like, no, I want to ride with you guys. And I was like, uh, sorry, we'll just wait for the next car. And he's like, all right, that's all right. You can do that. But, you know, we do counts to see how many, you know, the make sure it's full occupancy. And we get we get points to make sure when the cards go out loaded and stuff. And so he's kind of pushing us <laughs> to go, go three singles. And we're like, no, that's all right. We'll just wait. And then they try to hurry up and find three singles to go on that train. It was very weird because no one, no other ride in the park cared less whether there were empty seats. Where this one, they it almost like it was a point to send out the cars uh, fully occupied. It's uh, it's very interesting. And the one guy, the guy <laughs> that was is weird. So I was talking to that guy, and he was saying he uh, went to Ima- Imagineering down at Disney and graduated and he went back up here to work and he's doing this. He has to be a ride op for a year before he can become like an engineer or something. Uh, so it was interesting. We had a lot of time to talk cause, uh, that line was pretty long. So, uh, Oh, also here's something <laughs> interesting, Joe, this was originally called X flight at Geauga Lake. So this is a transplant. Wow. So this, this ride is old. Well, 2007, wait, it says it's 2007, maybe 2007 at this park. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because Geauga Lake was not open in 2007. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. So, uh, yeah, this is a very good. Wow, that was Geauga Lake. Wow, that is an old, old coaster. Yeah, I can't believe it runs as well as it does. So, yeah, very good ride. I'll definitely do this one again. Now, I mean, it just looks horrifying, the video of it. I mean, I just start sweating and getting uncomfortable yeah, just watching it. It's I, terrible. I assure you, if you rode this, you'd be like, yeah, this is this is pretty good. Next on the list. Now, now we're in the championship rounds right here, boys. Banshee, 2014 B&M Inverted. And let me tell you, this is my favorite inverted coaster. Yeah. This is so good. So you're, you watched the POV on this guy, Joe? Yep. It's my favorite invert. It's super fast. It's like out of control. And there's not too many zero-G rolls to uh, bang you around. And the restraints are completely different from any other invert we've ever ridden. Oh, yeah. They're more of a... They have the soft... With the, they're like, um, yeah, like I don't remember completely. Kind of, I don't even know how to explain it. I don't know, but it was like it mean if it, it was super intense. Like it was going around corners and stuff. You're like, holy mackerel, we're moving. <laughs> but it wasn't like you weren't getting banged around either. And we didn't ride the front, so I couldn't see what was coming. And I still had a blast on that coaster. It was so much fun. Yeah, without question. Really, because it does look fast. I mean, it's like yeah, it is crazy how. It is, but you don't, like I said, you don't get banged around side to side like, like a Paul's or um, yeah, like oh, an Alpengeist if you don't know where you're coming or going. I 100% blame the zero G rolls on those because if you don't see those coming, oh man, they can, they can mess you up. But this Banshee, love it. Yeah, it was all smooth into the, you went into the station. There's just that one like. Oh, there's a sudden it, Yeah, you turned into it and it, that was the only bad part. <laughs> but man, what a, what a good, good ride. <sighs> Uh, love that ride. Love the Banshee. Uh, Paul, save the emergency brake. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, did you hear about that accident at Bush Gardens? Yes. Apollo's Chariot. Somebody where someone accidentally... Hit, <laughs> yeah, where they hit the emergency brake and yeah. gave a whole family concussions. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know much more about the story other than that, but... Uh, Pompeii reopened. Yeah, Pompeii. Uh, there was a fire on the roof. Uh, oh, no, I didn't hear about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's some fire. and They shut it down for, what, a day and a half or something? Yeah, it just reopened today. Yeah, so it's back up and running. Uh, yeah, there you go. It's closed <laughs> than I went, unfortunately. Uh, I've got to ride it this season. So you did do your $10 card. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got ice cream with it. Yeah. I'm so proud. So proud. <laughs> now, I, Paul, I'm forgetting to include you in this stuff. I almost forgot you're here. So if there's any of these coasters... <laughs> If there's any coasters that you want to, uh, you know, chime in on, by all means, no. uh, go ahead. I, I apologize for <laughs> leaving you out. No, not at all. I'm fine. I'm, if I had anything to say, I'm not usually shy. <laughs> all right. So let's move on to Diamondback 2009 B&M Hyper. Now, we only rode this once, which I'm disappointed that we did only ride it once. Cause I want to ride it again. I had a blast. And this looks great. Uh, this looks like the highlight here. Yeah, this is the Apollo's this Chariot. This and that uh, big wooden one. Yeah, this is the Apollo's Chariot of Kings Island. Now, this one, these seats, Joe, I don't know if you can notice, it's like the Carowinds Intimidator. You know how they're, like, staggered? Like, the two, two yeah. front ones are in the mi- like in the middle and the two Oh, okay, ones. so I was going to ask about that. This video, it's like, I was going to ask if it was only two wide because it was like, no, no, it's like four, a but it's like car. Yeah, it's, uh, it's four, but it's just like the Carowinds where they're, like, the, the two front are in the middle and the two back or well they're, they're four across but you know what i mean they stagger <laughs> it's yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like the carowinds <laughs> intimidator but yeah super fun i had a blast on it i turned around asked my wife and she's like oh it's all bumpy oh it was awful i have no idea what she's talking oh about. no way i it know goes over the water and everything and i could i just watched that video i want to i want to ride this ride yeah it was super fun and i'm like i said i did want to hit it again and we were going back there that evening. Uh, I asked, I asked the kids, "Do you want to ride?" And nobody wanted to ride it. I wanted to ride it. You did? When we were, we were on the way out, but it was oh. like after Miss September. like we should ride that. And you're like, gotta go. No, yeah, because we had to go over. Uh, we actually stayed with uh, Paul and Ernie, <laughs> so we we're like, we gotta get over there because it's gonna be a freaking. What time was it? It was already late. It was like nine or ten. Yeah, it was pretty late. So we had a, we had a forty minute drive ahead of us. Like we gotta, we gotta get out there. We don't want to keep them waiting. You did get blue ice cream, so yeah, we got blue ice cream. Oh, <laughs> what? Hey, Paul, let me ask you. So the blue ice cream at King's Dominion is just basically vanilla ice cream with f- blue. No, it's not with blue. No, it's not. Yes, with blue no, food coloring. It yes, wasn't. this was what was it? The cotton candy. Can- cotton candy I think flavor. It was not regular vanilla yes. at King's Dominion. Yes, I refuse to believe that. That's what it was. My memory serves me well, and I'm telling Your you. Your memory, you don't even know Busch Gardens. <laughs> that's right. I can't get through Busch Gardens, but still. The blue ice cream at King's Dominion, I recall just being basically vanilla. But it's cotton candy flavored at Carowinds, or at uh, King's Carowinds. Island. What say you about this, Paul? Do you know Do you know about the blue ice cream, right? But it's blueberry. It's not, it's not. Oh. Blueberry? Oh, it's not cotton candy. It's blueberry, yeah. It's got a, like a blueberry taste. Or is it booberry? You know, not to be associated as, as with in, fruit. As in the artificial blueberry taste, not as in the... Oh, well, I guess there, that goes no, saying. that is Monster not, cereal, no. right? You, you are incorrect, <laughs> sir. That is a cotton candy flavor. Would I you? have a page, web page up right now that says a blueberry soft serve ice cream. It is not blueberry. Oh. You are... That page is wrong. <laughs> we ate it. It used to be. If it, if it is not, then I, I mean... I, it's, your, yeah. it's your fake news site, Paul. Yeah, I'm looking at the on, different... Man. Let me see. There's another website. <laughs> there we go. That is not blueberry flavor. There's no way that's blueberry flavor. No. no. Tom is very serious about his ice cream, and he's... Well, he says it's not flavored death. at all, so I don't... I don't well, it no. used to be blueberry flavored. Now, I did not have it last time when we went. Yeah, I did, um, and it was cotton candy. <laughs> I'm telling you, if I, for sure. I think it even said it was cotton candy flavored Did on the sign. Yeah, so it candy. said it on the signage. So it's not blueberry. It, is, it said what? Cotton candy flavor? Yep. Yeah, yeah. On the sign. Yes. Huh. I rest <laughs> my case. <laughs> <laughs> nah. 
but I was not impressed with it. I, I wanted vanilla ice cream with blue fruit coloring, and I got a cotton candy flavored ice cream. Uh, luckily, my daughter wanted it, so she ate a lot. I of used it. to like the the blueberry flavor that they used to have was great, and I, I don't I, again. I can't say for what. Yes, you were always weird where you'd go to uh, a shop and pick up like we go get shakes, and you'd buy the blueberry shake or some weird fruit shake instead of getting chocolate or peanut butter or fudge <laughs> you you always did that so yeah I, it doesn't surprise me that you enjoyed the blueberry soft serve blueberry ice cream just sounds weird yes any ice cream with fruit other than banana sounds well strawberry strawberry yeah uh, okay okay strawberry I found like Cincinnati Magazine says it's blueberry based soft serve Cincinnati well, I, think you guys are, I think you're full of it <laughs> it's Okay, you know what? I'm going to prove it to you. A fine institution like Cincinnati Magazine is going to stand behind it. All right, we're going off track on this. <laughs> but it's, I, I, I know, but you know, it's I, I, you know you, you're casting aspersions at, at the blue uh, ice cream, and I, I just can't have that. It's, Tom is going to die on this hill right here. <laughs> it's cotton candy. We saw the sign. Oh, here, the Kings Island website. Blue okay. ice cream, a, blue, a blueberry soft serve. No. It was an immediate hit and became. Was an yes, immediate the King hit. Island website. Okay, check it for today's. That's was. No, no. That's that's that is current. Like July first, two thousand eighteen, National Blue Ice Cream Day. Look it up, dude. Cotton candy. I have it right in front of me. It uh, was right up. Oh, they okay. Oh, I. It depends on where you buy it. You're right. Uh, the one on International Street is is cotton candy. Bam. The one vindication. over by. Oh wow, that's that's rotten. Why would they do that to us? Yeah, that's weird. So you buy it one place and you get blueberry. You buy another, you get cotton candy. Yes, that's what it says right here in front of me. That that's crazy. That's dumb. I'm about to pre-run up the King's Dominion thing. Oh, and then they have a blue vanilla twist. Yeah. That's what I had. That's exactly what I got. That'd be horrible. Well, blue if blue were blueberry, yes, but blue being cotton candy. See, I figured it was just blue, f- blue. <laughs> I thought it was vanilla with blue food coloring, so I figured I'll get the twist. Then why who would cares? you get a twist of the same flavor? Because it looks cool. It's a twist. <laughs> 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 I didn't want to commit to the blue. And then when I tasted it, I'm like, ah, oh, shoot, I should have got vanilla. <laughs> I don't want cotton candy flavored ice cream. Uh, that would be weird if you got the twist with vanilla and blueberry, though. Or maybe not. Don't people eat like yogurt, vanilla yogurt with blueberries? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that, that, that's dumb. I'm sorry you got the wrong blue ice cream. You should have gotten the, <laughs> the, 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 they used to only have one, and it was over in the kids' yeah, uh, in Hanna Barbera land. That's where the King's Dominion was. Uh, and it was fantastic. Well, they have also blue popcorn, blue ice cream popcorn. Wait, blue ice cream popcorn? What does that mean? Blue they ice blue cream funnel blue, cakes. Blue ice cream flavored popcorn. Blue funnel cakes sound good with Ooh. blueberry topping. I'm more of a caramel and fudge guy. Yeah. Oh, when it comes to on the funnel cakes. Yeah. Yeah. Peanut butter. If you're adding ice cream to a funnel cake, it's time to it's time to add fudge and caramel. Yeah. If you've got a funnel cake, don't put any fruit on it. Keep the fruit away. I'm eating a funnel cake. (laughs) I'm not eating healthy, so I don't need the fruit. All right. Well, let's move on to the next coaster, which is the Beast 1979. Philadelphia Toboggan Coasters Wood Coaster. Now, this coaster is awesome and more awesome and awesome and even awesomer at night. 
Oh man, this Joe. The video makes me want to go there. In my question, watching the video, how is it compared to El Toro? See, Ian, what do you think? Um, well, the blue ice cream actually originated in Virginia at Kingsman, and it was not vanilla flavored. Oh, what was it? It was a Smurf blue marshmallow sweet and tasting remarkable like Fruit Loops and Fruity Pebbles. Exactly. Basically vanilla. No. Yeah. It didn't have any flavor. Yeah, Fruity Pebbles is not vanilla. <laughs> but anyway, let's talk about oh, the Beast, Ian. Yeah, we're on the Beast. <laughs> is it better than El Toro? Better than El Toro. And then we can argue about Fruity Pebbles. Um... I don't. At night, I mean, as a right, yeah, it's a lot more unique than El Toro. Yeah, I mean, it is so good. I, I'd have to say because it yes. looks so cool in the yeah, video. it's so like different. You are literally out in the middle of nowhere in the woods, and it's terrain coaster. So, like a lot of the time, you're just going in the like you're <laughs> along the ground in the woods, just going over hills and <laughs> valleys around trees. And at night, it's insane because you know. They don't like you literally leave the station and you're in the woods. Like you're in thick tree cover. Like I'm thinking, well, what if one of these branches fall off on the track? Like they can't like in the middle of the night, they're not going to know. Right. I mean, it, the, the train's going to hit it. And it. It's insane to think of <laughs> maybe it's just me. Like, <laughs> you know, if train, because you're in the trees, it's, it's crazy. It is so, but man, Joe, it, it's insane how long and fun Oh, man. So let me read some notes about it first. Uh, the Beast originally had four tunnels. The two middle tunnels were connected to form a single longer tunnel in 1980. The final helix was enclosed at this time as well. In that final helix, Joe, that is the most amazing thing ever. You're going around the corner, and you're taking this huge helix around, and you see this. You're going to go in this dark tunnel. Oh, man. <laughs> it is. It, oh, I, I love The helix after the second hill. Yeah. Yeah, the second part, the very end, basically, you you go around that corner and you go down and you see that huge tunnel they just go into. Oh, it is so, oh, it is so good, Joe. It, this is a destination oh, coaster. Yeah. I'm watching that helix right now. It is, it, is oh, so, wow. it is so good. I mean, this is an amazing coaster. And the second drop is just like extremely bizarre. Can you remember how, like you're like turned in an angle? And you're oh, going yeah, down. yeah, you're yeah, right, yeah. It's yeah. not steep at all. It's just, yeah, that's the helix, I think. Yeah, that leads you're, you're into going the into the tunnel. Yeah, and you're at it. You're at a, like a, I don't know what, sixty degree pitch or something. And I mean, I've never seen a roller coaster with this these stretches that are just so long and straight that go forever. Yeah, and you, oh, it. I'm telling you, it is worth a trip to go out there just to ride this coaster. Mm. It is so good. I I cannot believe I, you know that people said, oh, the beast is good, and oh, the beast at night is awesome. Blah blah blah. And uh, I had my reservations because I'm not a big wood fan. Uh, I like, I think uh, El Toro is the only wooden coaster I really, really enjoy. Uh, but yeah, this wow, unbelievable! Such a good coaster. It's so long, and it's in the terrain, and you're back in the woods. And at night, it's crazy because you can't see anything. Oh, so good, Paul. What say you about this coaster? Yeah, I mean it's it's the it's the iconic Kings Island. I mean you know it's the the roller coaster at Kings Island, so. No, I've man. ridden it a lot. It, it is a little rough. I mean, compared to, well, just because it's a wooden roller coaster, though, not because. I don't know. I didn't have um, any issues with it. Now you were around. But when... no, it, it's it, yeah. I mean, it, it's fun. It's got um, yeah, the two play two. It actually stops in the middle and takes you back up, which kind of weird, you know. 
uh, yeah, another lift uh, here, yeah. <laughs> second lift or whatever you call it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah, it's a long one. It's it's worth the walk. I mean, you can actually it's, the line is usually long because it is the iconic roller coaster of Kings Island. But yeah, great coaster. Has yet. Super great. Now you rode I don't think Son I've of the Beast. On another wooden like You you hmm, rode, what was that? You rode Son of the Beast before they got rid of it. Uh, I'm sure I did. I don't remember it. It was un- unrememberable. There used to be a Beastie 2 that was a little kid's ride. It's probably uh, the Snoopy one now. But yeah, um, I did read some, Ride Son of Beast 2. Again, I, I don't remember it. And I, I think that they have a hard, hard time replicating yeah. the Beast success. I don't know why. I, I find it amazing that a coaster built in 1979 is in as good a shape as it is. Cause I didn't think it was rough at all. I mean, I had a blast. And I, oh man, wooden coasters beat me up something awful. So I'm very sensitive to, to getting banged around on wooden coasters, and I didn't feel like I got banged around at all. I, I just had an absolute blast on this coaster, and I would ride this thing over and over and over and over and over again, uh, day or night. It wouldn't matter to me. I'd I'd be all in. It's so so good. Oh man, but especially at night, so good because you're back there in the woods. Oh man, love this coaster. Ian, do you have anything to add about this coaster? No. Other than Joe, you must go ride this coaster. It is that good. It is worth the trip to go out there. And uh, like I said, well, Banshee is the invert that we think is awesome. Diamondback is awesome. Firehawk is really good. The Flight of Fear is mm, what Flight of Fear. And Mystic Timbers. And, of <laughs> course, now Mystic Timbers, their latest coaster. This is the 2017 GCI Internet, well, GCI wooden coaster. This one is fast and very smooth. And like every coaster in this park is very intense, right? I mean... Cedar Point or Kings Island for roller coasters? Which is the superior? Because I've heard Cedar Point, but... Well, uh, Cedar you know. Point has the numbers, right? And they have the more record-breaking coasters. Yeah. Um, so I still think you'd have to go with Cedar Point. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. after Steel Avengers. Oh, okay. That, 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 that's all I wanted to know. I was curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, so if Kings Island were to get uh, a giga coaster, uh, would it be like tipping it? I mean, Cedar Point's very well like stacked with their rides. Yeah, they I, have I Maverick, know. Millennium Force, um, Top Thrill, Steel Vengeance. Yeah, you know what? When we discuss the Cedar Point day, I think we'd probably get into more of that. Yeah, I don't know. That's very interesting. The Beast, though, man, the beast there's good. nothing like it. The beast looks amazing. I mean, it's like, holy cow, there's nothing I've ever seen that looks anything like the beast. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, the beast is just so good. (laughs) It's just so good. I I don't know what else to say about that other than it's just amazing. (laughs) But let's talk Mystic Timbers. Like I said, this is a very, very good ride. Makes you feel like Yacht Scam and Vine Vader. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, (laughs) <laughs> I feel like Aww, yeah that makes me sad <laughs> turns out that everything at Bush Gardens is just not enough well the problem is I think Bush Gardens wanted a more family friendly version of the of the uh, GCI where uh, Kings Island was like no nah, you can go extreme and this is I mean this is the thing is fast it's fierce uh, it's smooth and the great thing about this is so at the very ending you go into a shed yeah, you know, they had the promotion Don't when it first opened. What's in the shed? What's in the shed? And it's basically three different scenes. Three. There's three endings where a uh, snake, snakes, bats, or a, a tree attacks you, essentially, uh, via 
uh, screen projection screens or whatever. And we rode the we rode this three times and we got all three endings. So you can't beat that. That's pretty uh, lucky <laughs> that we were able to just just rode it three times and we got to see all three. So uh, I was pretty pleased with that. Yeah, but this coaster was so good. Uh, it's so mm. fast and smooth and I, I absolutely love it. I, oh man, what a great, great coaster. Yes, and I am disappointed that, you know, we could have that at Bush Gardens. Oh. It's not even like, let's have this kids ride and then next year we'll make a big coaster. Now we'll make Battle Flyer and then we'll make a swing ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, hey, uh, what, 2020? It's going to be a big mm. one. It's going to be the Giga. Whole oh, new area of the park, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be fantastic. Uh, but yeah, Mystic Timbers, oh, so good. So, so good. And what do you have to say about Mystic Timbers? It's very good. <laughs> it's fun. Oh, wow. Okay. It's not as good <laughs> as the Beast. So, Ian, uh, we, rode all the, we went through all the coasters, and I put them kind of in the order that I think would be the best. What do you think? They're pretty close. Now, obviously, the Beast and Mystic Timbers, you might switch because the Beast could arguably still be the best. But I put Mystic Timbers last only because, uh, you know, it's the newest coaster. Mm. Banshee is better than Diamondback. Okay, so you can move Diamondback and Banshee. Yeah, So, but the top four is definitely Banshee, Diamondback, Beast, and Mystic Timbers, right? I mean, that's the best of the best. So the question is, which one's better, King's Dominion or King's Island? King's Island. Yes, King's Island. Well, I think that's about it. Joe and Paul, do you have anything you'd like to add or have you any questions about anything that we discussed in this episode? Nope. All set. Oh, sorry. I was muted. <laughs> <laughs> now there is nothing. All right. Okay. Well, that'll bring this crossover episode to an end. So thanks to my panel and my zealots for joining me for this episode. And until we stream again, ride the beast day or night and keep making memories. Right on. And have a Six Flags day. Thanks for listening to the Vacationeer Steam Parks and More podcast. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please subscribe and give us a review if you like the show. Visit our website at www.vacationeerspodcast.com. For additional content, subscribe on YouTube and Twitter at Vacationeers Podcast. Please like our Facebook page, Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. Send questions, comments, or if you'd like to be on a future episode to discuss planning or reviewing of a vacation please email the show at vacationerspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Vacationers Theme Parks and More production.